Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Champ We Are United podcast. And we're now on episode, is it 43, gentlemen? I believe so. Yes, 43. I can, I can see Matt scampering to try and look at some notes to see if it's 43. On my notes, notes I forgot, I've written podcast number, and I haven't put the number, and World Cup special number, and I haven't put the number. So, it's podcast number 34. That's... What what is it? Yeah, thirty four, <laughs> and it's the World Cup special number five, isn't it? One of the, one of those is right. Yeah, it's forty. Yeah, forty three, and it's World Cup special number five. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I, do you know what? I wish we could start again. I had a week off last week because I was unwell, listeners, and of course Matt and uh, Simo did a brilliant job covering for me. And then here I come back after that break and I don't even know what episode we're on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, should we do the running order? Oh no, let's do the welcomes first. God, I am out of practice, aren't I? Usual suspects are here. Let's first of all say hello to Simo. Good evening, Goal. Good evening, listeners. And Matt as well, he's here. Hi, Goal. Hi, Simo. And... Evening, everybody. You can say hi, Simo. Now, uh, hi, Matt. Simo. Oh, dear me! Well, I, I didn't want to give the game away. You see, I am exactly. Uh, that's see, what I yeah, said. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! I think I'm having a breakdown. So, can we do the running order. Yes, please. I think we should. At least I can look at my notes then and have a little bit of structure. So, first of all, we'll be reviewing the goings on of the World Cup. Uh, in the last week and uh, the final part of the World Cup songs I'll carry over till our last World Cup special which will be next week so look forward to that then it's over to Matt and he's doing Matt I'm going to do Avoid the Rovers on this week from December 1985 well I'd rather you did it today and, oh yeah sorry uh... <laughs> boom boom <laughs> hey You've missed me, gentlemen, haven't you? Oh, definitely. Yes. We're, we're nodding a lot, both of us. I yeah. did get a mail, email. Oh, uh, uh, dear Gull, I missed you last week. All the best. Gull. <laughs> so, yes, moving on. Then after Matt's on this week, we've got the answer to last week's Master Champ listeners question. And you never know, we may well set another. Or we may not. Well, you'll have to wait and see. Then it's the usual Master Champ Challenge. And this week, of course, if you haven't heard our podcast before and where we've been for the last 42 episodes, uh, we do talk about anything and everything. And uh, we do a little competition between ourselves about things that we love. And this week, the challenge from Gull is to Matt, and it's about his love for Depeche Mode. Yep. Brilliant. What a bit of feedback there, Matt. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll be working on that. <laughs> There's more of that to come. Um, He's after, nervous after... already, Gull. Pardon? Yeah. He's nervous already. You can I hear know. him. Listen, how do you think I feel when you gave me the hardest ones ever? I'll keep going on about it. Yeah. But I did really do. So, uh, yes, moving on, then we'll have some news about an upcoming guest. Ooh. Ooh. That's exciting news. Uh, yeah. And then the final section, which we've had, uh, I put a post on the Roy the Rovers uh, 40 Years group on Facebook, uh, is about uh, Rovers Keepers. Lots of feedback on that. 
looking forward mm-hmm. to covering that. And then, yeah. of course, we'll give the addresses for you to get in touch and a site address at the end. And that's it. Good night. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so thank you for uh, holding the fort last week, gentlemen. I'm back now. It was very, very weird hearing Matt say, good evening, everybody, and all of that very strange. That's the first time he's hosted. How did it feel, Matt? Yeah, it felt it felt it felt weird. It felt strange. It felt like it felt, but, it was, but we got into a bit of a rhythm, didn't we? Simon? got into a bit of a rhythm. Yeah. It was, um, but yeah, you you were absolutely missed. Absolutely missed. Glad so there's back. no there's no mutiny on the bounty or anything like that, and no coup gonna, gonna um, go on. Damn! What have you heard? Uh, what have you heard, Simo? You said you're going to keep that quiet. <laughs> oh. Anyway, never mind. It's all right. It's all right. He'll find out eventually. He'll find out eventually. Yeah, I think he, I think he was there secretly. I think he logged in without us knowing. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was. I heard all of the small talk about. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> he was in it's stealth time. mode. Yeah, I was. Do you know what? We've been on the podcast well, over five minutes already, and we haven't even started properly. Oh, hang on. Now, there's a new section that we thought we dropped, and I've just seen on the screen Simo having a drink. The normal section is, what's on your plate? Simo! But then two weeks well, ago... Hang on, I haven't finished yet. I'm building this up. And then two weeks ago, he was having a drink. So it was, what are you drinking, Simo? So this week, it's, what are you drinking again? Simo. Oh, it's very exciting stuff. Look, orange, very, very exciting. Oh. I've nicked my wife's little cup. Look, personalized right. cup to drink it oh, out it's of. Got oh, it's on it. Chill. That. chill. That's oh. very nice. That's very nice. I'm glad you said it was orange. I'm glad you said it was orange squash because if it was anything else, I'd be saying you need to go down to doctors because that's not healthy. But, um, Sorry, yeah, she's, uh, she's not normally glowing, so it's not too bad. Oh dear, shocking. <laughs> anyway, right, right. well up. Uh, who wants to start? Timo. Well, um, well, where are we starting? Are we starting with England? I think Should so. We start then, um, to be fair, I think that's the best performance they gave in the whole tournament. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, the result wasn't the way we wanted it to be, but I think they played better football. I know there'll still, there'll still be that kind of argument that, well, the first time we faced a decent team, we lost. But we but, played better know, than a decent team. The, there are ways of losing, aren't there? We, you know, there was no disgrace in losing that game. And, you know, when it comes down to anybody can miss a penalty, I would still, if any, if we got another penalty, I would still want Kane to take it. I didn't at any point think he wasn't going to score. And that's, that's a sign that you think the guy's a good penalty taker. You never expect him to miss. So... It's just one of them things, isn't it? Sooner or later, it happens. What's lush and the good thing about uh, um, his missed penalty is that there was a little bit of a reunion moments later because somewhere off the um, off the rings of Saturn, uh, it, he met the ball met up with uh, uh, Chris, Chris Waddles. Chris Waddles. Oh, yeah. right. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure that one's still going somewhere. Yeah, it's going on and on. The first uh, man, actually, there is already a man-made object out of our solar system, but that soon will be Waddle's penalty. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, my go on, go on, Matt. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I similar to Simo's, I kind of, I don't know, it felt different. You kind of we've been so many been through so many of these kind of moments that you find yourself kind of compartmentalizing them into different types, and it felt it just feels similar because you're absolutely right. It's the best. It's the best we played. So it felt similar to like ninety and ninety six and even ninety eight when ninety eight. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Where we, we yeah, played you know, so we... well, you know, we've, and then when we had like ten men, obviously, in, in you know, and it's like that was the feeling of of not just disappointment we've gone out of the World Cup, but disappointment because we we should have stayed in there and we we could win it. You know, that's yeah. it's it's not just like going out and so that was the feeling I've left it left with really. Um, yeah, it, was, it wasn't like an Iceland kind of feeling, was it? Where you just no. thought the team was really just were, were abysmal. I mean, or like, or uh, twenty like Germany, yeah, but, you know, yeah, like we like Germany when they totally took us apart, didn't they? Yeah, um, yeah. This this was different. It was, yeah, you know, went out with the heads held high. Yeah, that's that's that, and but then yeah, head, definitely heads held high. But you're right. But then that makes it in in a in a funny sort of way even more gutting. Because of well, what we could have done, but we didn't. Yeah, so, yeah. The thing is, there could be no regrets, can there? If you've played well and you've lost, you know, so what? That that you know, you yeah. can't do any more than that, can you? Really? No, we didn't. We didn't get the rub of the green. I know you could yeah. you could go on forever about the referee, <laughs> some of the decisions. Kind of, you kind of felt well, maybe that wasn't quite right. But the thing is, I mean, it's happened to every country at some point, hasn't it? I mean, yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah, go. What, what do you think, go? You remember more when it happens to your own country. You do. You well, do. It's, it's weird. I think I might have mentioned it the last time I was on. You normally, we're desperate, you know, from a fan's point of view, like, oh, God, I hope we can get to the quarterfinal. Wouldn't it be amazing if we can get to the quarterfinal? But it, it, it was different this time. It felt like we should be getting to the final after the last, you know, two, you know, the Euros mm. and the World Cup. It just mm. felt that I wasn't nervous in the game going into the quarterfinal against Senegal because I just thought, yeah, okay, yeah, we're going to get to the quarterfinal and I think we're going to win the World Cup. It, and the way that we lost playing the better side, being the better side, especially in the second half, mm. it hurts more than losing mm. on penalties. Yeah. I mean... Even when we don't lose on penalties, we've lost on penalties again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, in a way. Uh, 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 that, when, he, when he missed that, when he missed that, it's just, oh, God, I've, I, don't know, I don't know. But then, you know, it's just that, one of those things. Kind of what was weird about it, because obviously when you go to penalty shootout, you're thinking with our record, we're in trouble here. So you kind of automatically think this, this could be a problem. <laughs> but it, it just never entered my head that he wasn't going to score. He's, he's that reliable. I wasn't worried oh, I when we got the penalty. It was oh, like, I, right, I, that's two two. I thought he was. I thought he was going to miss. I oh, did he? Yeah, God, yeah. I mean, but then that's maybe it's just my defeative negative attitude. I just thought yeah. he scored already against his, you know, his his club teammate. He knows him really well. But but then that, I think it's more about that. It's not because of you know. I mean, let's face it. He's going to miss at some point. Um, yeah. But you're, you're absolutely right, Sammy. You started out with, I couldn't think of any other England player um, I'd want to take that penalty. Uh, but that's, it's that's funny. Thing, that... I mean, people will say, oh, well, he, he, 
I've heard, I've seen a lot of things like on BBC website saying, well, after he took the first one, he never should have took the second one because the keeper would read him and stuff like that. I've but heard then that. Who would have took it? Who would have took I've it? I've heard that. That's mental. I'm sorry if anybody's saying that. I don't understand football. How could you imagine? Somebody I spoke, I spoke to, I spoke to somebody told me exactly the same thing. They said, well, we should have had somebody else take the penalty. What? He's already yeah. scored a penalty. Yeah, he's now you're going to give it to somebody else. And he's already scored. Why would you give somebody else a second penalty? Just because it's his club mate that's in goal. Yeah, exactly. If you take, if you take a good enough penalty, the keeper's not saving it. I don't care who they are. Exactly. Either of exactly. them didn't know what was going to happen at the second penalty because <laughs> they don't know which way they were going to go. So that exactly. doesn't... You know, that doesn't stand up. But I think, you know, it was playing on his mind yes. about the fact that he would break the record uh, of Wayne, Wayne. Yeah. And also, Possibly. yeah, I mean, he, might, he must have psychologically thought in his head, all oh, right, well, you know, it's my teammate. And all right, yeah, normally he knows I go that way. And then and the last time I went this way. And so all yeah. of that building up. Hmm, and he it's lost natural. It. It's, na- it's, it's, na- it's, it's natural. It's possible. It's possible. Yeah, you know, right. The best players in the world have missed score. penalties. You know, we could name them. We could, yeah, we could you, name you them. You've only all. got to look at Messi and Ronaldo. Their penalty record's not great. Mm. Just, you know, being a great player does not necessarily equate to being a great penalty taker, does it? So, no, it no. doesn't. It doesn't. It was, yeah. um, but, you know, like pretty much opposite to what you said, Gull, whereas you've come into this World Cup feeling really, really positive, thinking we've got a great chance of winning it. I kind of came into it on the back of thinking, well, we rode our luck in, in the last two tournaments and basically got through without really having to play, you know, without really playing that well. We kind of scraped through and I was kind of expecting pretty much the same again. But in fairness, he has kind of, Southgate has kind of let the handbrake off slightly in this tournament. And I think yes. we were a much better team. Yes, much better team than we were at the Euros or the last World Cup. Even though we haven't got as far, I think we're a better team. I agree. I think we moved forward. We have moved forward, I think. I mean, 2018, we didn't beat anybody, no disrespect to the teams we beat, but we didn't beat anybody that great. 2020, the only traditional good team we beat was Germany, but they were in a mess. Yeah. And we threw away the final. The minute we scored... We yep. just sat back and waited for the inevitable to happen. But this time, yeah, there were moments in games where we looked a little bit hesitant. But more than we had in those two tournaments, we actually went for it. And we were a better team when we go for it. 100%. The, mid, the midfield is a lot more positive, you know, yeah. with Henderson and obviously Bellingham as well, Bellingham running forward. Outstanding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely outstanding. So, what about what about then? Since then, the uh, semis and the final. Uh, well, Morocco have done themselves proud, and yeah, uh, you know, I actually got annoyed with someone on social media uh, when when they, I think it was, it was actually a BBC post, and it and it said um, the World Cup's over now for Morocco, and I thought, hang on a second. They've already made history. The World Cup is not over for Morocco now that they've lost. They're mm-hmm. in a third-place playoff where they mm-hmm. could be the first African team to oh, finish in... You know? Second the record, couldn't they? Yeah, well, they're, exactly. the, they're the first African team to be in the third-place playoff already. Well, so, yeah. yeah. So it's not over for them, but, uh, yeah. No. And they certainly 
stopped opposing teams' games, didn't they, in, in the other games? I mean, I, I have to admit that, obviously, because they have such a, a defensive kind of... Maybe it, was, maybe it wasn't the right thing to think. I guess I was preempting them, but they were very, very negative at the last World Cup. And so I, I didn't really watch any of their matches because I was expecting it to be dull. So in all fairness, the first time I really watched them was the semi-final. And to be fair, they were outstanding. They, they, they were outstanding throughout the, the whole second half. Up. They played out of their skin. I have not yeah, seen the best did. performance in the tournament. Agree. They were they were absolutely amazing. France were hanging on. France were hanging yeah, on. They, they had them on the ropes for a good half an hour, didn't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it that for me that was the, I mean obviously there have been games I've tended to miss a lot of the games that have been evening games family reasons and stuff but I've tended mm. to, you know I've tended to catch more of the games in the group stage when they were like early morning to dinner time matches so I have missed a lot of games to be fair but yeah I can't think of another performance in the tournament that was better than Morocco's second half performance against France they really were that good agree especially, yeah. especially you know and players like Amrabat who you know with all you know, greatest respect was playing for a low-level Premiership side and never really pulled up any trees. He looked like a he looked like a world-class player. But they are what well, well, it seems like they were, well, yeah, the right hand side, yeah. Kimi and Ziyech. Ziyech is brilliant, incredible. Right, was, was yeah. incredible. In fact, I would probably go as far as to say Hakimi is quite possibly the best right back in the world. Mm. But, Do you know what, Timo? What's that? When we form Champion United FC and go on tour and play some games against other fictional teams, what? Yeah. Uh, you're the manager. I'm the manager. Right. Okay. Yeah. No pressure. The way, you, the way you, you know, talk tactics and, uh, yeah. I'll be left back in the dressing room. Where will you be, Matt? I'll be um, slicing the oranges. Okay. <laughs> Actually, no, the oranges. I'm not. <laughs> I'm actually up front because I'm a target man with my six foot six. In fact, all of the goals I've scored, and I think there's only three, <laughs> I scored with my head. Oh, you really? scored as many as me then, mate. Oh, wow. Fantastic. But yeah, uh, what about the other semi-final? The semi-final. Uh, Netherlands, Brazil, wasn't it? No, so I can see the Croatia, you Wally. <laughs> I know, I'm just winding you up. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just winding you up. Well, yeah, Italy, yeah. Belgium was really, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, just, I, just, I, I said that just to see if you were listening. I think, um, yeah, I mean, fair play to Argentina. That you know, it's, it's been said many a time that um, you know Messi is a major part of their team, but and, and they've got no kind of standout stars. When you look at the French team, which is probably a bit more, but. They're playing well. They're playing, you know, they're they're resilient. To, to beat Croatia, Croatia are no mugs, you know. And, um, you know, when you think they lost, I think we we spoke after the first round of games when they lost to Saudi Arabia. You know, it's um, how many times do you see that in World Cups that you have a bad, one bad result, but this is what you can do. You can turn it around. And they've done really well since then. Um, I still think... If I if if it was a better man, I'd still favour France just because I think they have that extra up front with Giroud and um, Mbappe, Dembélé, and you know Griezmann. Where, and but yeah. if someone's if the team's got Messi in it, then he anything has, can happen. Sure, he has had a very good World Cup, and he, I mean he 
I've I've seen probably as much of Argentina as I have any side, and he's he hasn't had a bad game, has he? To be fair, no, he doesn't put a foot he, wrong, does he's, he? He's I'll tell you who impressed me alongside Mbappe um, and Bop, of course, uh, and people. Uh, anyway, move on. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> listeners, Matt's laughing his head off. I, was, I should I should laugh louder, shouldn't I, so people can actually hear me laughing. Not there's just a silence of tumbling going past. At least twenty That's episodes, I've done jokes, and like he's laughed his head off, but he goes silent when he laughs. He's really I weird. I just go mute. I just want to go mute. I just, yeah, I just don't want to kind of yeah. spoil, yeah, spoil the um the noise you know. would offend the ears of the of the listeners, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but you, yeah. I mean, every time you mention Mbappe, it's always Mbappe, isn't it? And yeah. Hanson and stuff like that. So uh, it's a good joke. It's a good joke. You know what? I think you just stick with it. Stick with it. Music, music to my ears. <laughs> I'm, I'm not singing. I'm not doing impressions. Okay. All right. All right. Maybe um, before the end. Right. <laughs> I said to the producer, I said, "All right, yeah, yeah. I know you're going to say that's someone that's not Roddy really Corbett. Cool, so move on." I bet, you, I, bet you, I bet you're looking forward to Christmas, aren't you? Because you get all those two Ronnie specials. I bet you kind of yeah. sit there and watch well, them yeah, yeah. End, just get some more, yeah. get some more content. The Phantom Raspberry Blower of London Town. And you know oh, who, I love who, that. And who? I, I who, thought that was you, Matt. <laughs> I thought that was you after a curry. But can you smell from here? <laughs> smelly, smelly vision. <laughs> but you know who did the and played the Phantom Raspberry Blower, don't you? Well, I thought, I thought well, it was Spike. Was it Spike Milligan? Well, David you Jason. Both it. Was it David Jason? Was it really? Yeah. Gosh. Ooh. Wow. He anyway, he gets about a bit, doesn't he? I reckon he's got a career in comedy, you know, that guy, if he keeps up. He, he, he might do, yeah. He might do. Yeah. I'm staying silent. Sorry, what was okay. that called? I'm staying silent. I'm not used to you doing oh. jokes. Ah, Silence right. doesn't really work well on podcasts. No. Nor, yeah, exactly, Mr. Silent Laughter. <laughs> <laughs> so, come on, let's wind up the World Cup so we can move on to okay. uh, uh, other stuff. Uh, who's going to win the final? Simplistic, one answer, that's it. France. Well, yeah, I, I would, I would, I, I want Argentina to win, actually, but um, I think France will win. I just think they've got more to them, to be honest. That I think Argentina have been a better team than they have been in a long time. They don't. They look more like a, a con- cohesive unit. But I just think France have got more weapons. And if, if you both go. teams play anywhere near the potential, France have got more ways to hurt you. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think that. It, I think it will be a draw, and it'll go to extra time, and France will score in extra time. Wow. I mean, Pretty it's. Well. It, it's 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 definitely a final to kind of whet the appetite, isn't it? Yeah. I know it's great Morocco doing as well as they did and Croatia, but you know, you just want the big guns in there, don't you? Really? Yeah, you wouldn't want Exeter City versus Cor Alexandra, would you? Well, it's, it would surprise me in a World Cup final as well. I would, you know, or as I as, as I call them, being a talk United fan, excretia shitty from Sid James Park. But move on. I keep saying okay. move on, don't I? Yeah, let's move on then. Let's move on. Okay. Right. So the next part was going to be Matt's on this week. Uh, yes. But may I suggest uh, that. Uh, Shall we, we leave it? Yeah, until later on. So we can both do our sections in a row, if that's all right with you. Yeah. And if, and if, if we push for time as well, I can always leave it because it doesn't really matter when I do it because I've got, I've got the following weeks anyway here. 
just ready, oh, okay. just waiting, ready and waiting. He shows us all the comics. How many comics have you got in your collection, Matt? Um, what a physical, uh, you know, I don't even know, if, I don't know, maybe seven, seven, eight hundred, maybe seven hundred. Simo? <laughs> About seven hundred less. I haven't got yeah. any. So none, zero. I'll send you one. Yeah. So you can have one. The only ones I ever used to collect was the Champ. Um, I just never, it was really the only one I read, to be fair. Um, and now, where are they? Get, now that the, the price is just so ridiculous that I'd, I'd rather just try and download what I can off the internet. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'll buy any more physical. Well, no, I've only really got the Roy the Rovers, and I've got some other stuff. The I only meant to go one... Roy the Rovers, but it's like you were saying, you like being overwhelmed. Like if you miss a podcast or two, where you kind of you feel like you've lost track of it all. With, with the Roy the Rovers thing, because it's gone on for so, so, so many years, it just seems daunting to start it because it seems like going forever. Well, I'm I'm similar with Champ. You know, I've I've got I've got a DVD with them all on. Yeah. And I've and I've read a couple, and then I kind of think, wow, I've just got another two years to go. So yeah. can you can you uh... forty years into it? I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so can that just be watched on a DVD player, or does it have to be via a PC? No, it's a PC. It's, well, I've got it on a yeah, PC. Yeah, yeah PC. Yeah. Yeah, I, I downloaded them all off. Uh, I think Rab, I think it was Rab, or, or was it Ridders? One of them put me in touch with the website where I could download all the champ ones. Um, yeah, it was just like, yeah, just just watch it. Just flick through just, it like, like, like I, uh, the pages of the magazine. Can I just do a disclaimer as the kind of owner of the podcast? We're not I advised to do that. No, no, no. I mean, I'm sure it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's maybe frowned upon. Um, I bought mine off of eBay, though. I bought my DVD off of eBay, so unless yeah, eBay yeah, breaking the law. Loads of them on there. But, but yeah. yeah, I only purchase physically now, and they only come out once every year or maybe 18 months, and that's the Scream specials because they, they have continued the 13th floor storyline, which is one of my huge favourites mm-hmm. that we've covered in the podcast in the, in the past. You can yeah. ask me how many I've got. Go on, man. I bet it's in the thousands. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Any, I'm, doing, more than that? I'm doing you a, a doing you earlier, Matt. Yeah. Uh so yeah, about seventeen hundred. <laughs> wow. Seventeen hundred. Wow. So I've got all I've got nearly all of the rovers, all of the champ, all of the spike, all of the uh one before spike. What was it? A buddy. I've got all of the strikers. Um Oh, there's so much more as well. So, yeah. It's a big box. It's just one big box, isn't it? One big box. No, it's about about 25 boxes. 25 I call boxes. it I call it my wall of comics. So, you know, I've got like a, a, a no-entry zone where I'm allowed to keep my comics. Yeah, yeah. Emily and Mrs. Gullar. And I'm not allowed to take them out of that area because, <laughs> you know, she has no bloody interest. <laughs> Has to be fully masked up and sanitized before he goes in the room. Yeah, yeah. covered, uh, <laughs> made to paint, painted up to look nothing like a comic box. Yeah, but yeah, so um, yeah, brilliant. but it's a good, it's a good investment really because if you get on hard times, which most of us are at the moment, and believe me, I have considered this, just sell them. Yeah, but yeah, you're you, such a collectible. Would you be able to actually do that? I think emotionally, I don't think you'd be able to do it, would you? I know, you know, it's. Uh, 
but it's like there no, if needed in case of emergency in case of emergency break box what's that, like that. hang on a second <laughs> Woo! Simo's showing us something on the screen <laughs> explain I've had, I've had a surprise delivery something okay so it's food based hang do, on, do you want to go on. for it goal do you want to go for yeah, it yeah. goal hang on uh, what's in the box Simo can you see it, guys? Yeah. Is that, yeah, is that a pizza or chips on top? It is. Oh. <laughs> chips. Are. That is That's absolutely. That's what you call the first class wife. That. That's what absolute filth. Absolute Did Mrs. Filth. Simo just bring that over? My missus must have just ordered it when I came up for the podcast because it's just arrived. That's so Mrs. Mrs. Simo brought it over. Yeah. Oh. Oh, well, actually, not... actually, a daughter <laughs> did. She brought it up for me. Hey, oh, okay. I'll tell you what. I'll get a, a, not vocally, but the same as just happened there with Simo, the next uh, episode, because uh, normally Mrs. Gull brings me a cup of tea. Uh, and, oh, uh, I need to have uh, a word with mine. So cool. I'll, uh, I'll thank her within the next podcast. Uh, you know, yeah. Thank you, that's Mrs. Good, that's a good shout. We'll, we'll have to hear, you'll have to stir it nice and loud so we can hear when she brings it in. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, of course, yeah, I'm not going to go... Thanks, Mrs. Gull, for no reason at all, <laughs> without explaining it. <laughs> I'll slow well, it. Be, well, that would, well, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Without that any would be interesting, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And as Patrick, as Patrick Stewart said, uh, and there are other brands of tea out there from the Yorkshire Tea advert, and we're having a pint in the dog and trumpet. <laughs> anyway, I love yeah, that advert. I think you've only called it better, but anyway... I thought he was going to say engage walk factor nine. Make it so number <laughs> yeah. one. Analysis, Mr. Data. Engage. <laughs> oh, forget it then. Right, let's move on. Let's have move we, on. Have we finished with that? Yeah. I think it's the Master Champ Challenge distance question, is it? It is. It, oh, all right. Don't spoil it for me. It's now time for the Master Champ listeners. <laughs> no, go on. Uh, I wasn't here last week, so uh, go ahead. Yeah, so if everybody remembers back to last week's boring episode when Cole wasn't around, um, I set I set the um, question on yeah because we, we're talking about the 1986 World Cup and Roy was picked for the um, squad for Mexico, but he never played in it. So why did he not play in the Mexico World Cup? And the answer was because of the Bazran incident. So when the 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 um, terrorists blew up. The coach and six six members of the Melchester Rovers team died. So I mean, after after that, I don't think Roy was in the right frame of mind because it, you know, probably a bit post traumatic stress disorder. It probably would affect you, wouldn't it? It'd probably put him off his game um, whilst in Mexico. And I suppose Lineker did so well when he were out there anyway, didn't he? Um, and of course, it, it, if you look down, if you look down your list from whichever podcast provider you used and look back at our previous episodes we've covered the Bazran disaster uh, and and uh, and spoken about it many a times and my utter terror and I still see it in my mind's eye of walking into that news agent uh, at 12 13 years old and seeing the cover of the Roy the Roy of the Rovers with all of the players blown up out of the oh, it was just I can't understand how that was allowed to be on a kid's shelf it, you, 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 
Yeah, I don't think it will be allowed now. There's probably some no. sort of advertising standards. Absolutely. That says you you can't you can't do it. Um, so yeah, it was yeah. it was very shocking. I mean, but it's I know we as you say it's been mentioned before, but I think the um, comic was on a bit of a downturn there, um, and I think it came back again. You know, later on I'd stop reading it, but you know when you look back, I think eighty seven, eighty eight. 89 it got into a different stride again but i think those that year or so 85 86 you know i think they're trying all sorts weren't they to kind of yeah. prop up the readership um but getting, getting half the team was a bit drastic and also you know roy can't go to mexico world cup you know, yeah and, um, who would it have known wonder, doesn't it what what else wouldn't be allowed these days would they ban tom and jerry for being too violent all the things road we would have missed run, out run, kids road running no, yeah, no. But, 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 but he, 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 he never died, though, did he? He never died. He always what, came Red, back. Well, yeah. Not Roadrunner, but why you Coyote? He always came back, didn't he? Oh, yeah. yeah. How many yeah. times did he have a rock or an anvil dropped on his head? He always came back. It's brilliant. Man. He always came back, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Absolutely. There's a little umbrella. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> the, best, the best thing about those cartoons, his eyes. Because yeah. when, when he... He turn around, he look at the screen, it get to the whole fourth wall thing, look at yeah. you, and he just knew what was going to happen, and he just drop or something yeah. like that. And it, it was the, <laughs> yeah. the eyes, the eyes were just absolute genius. How they make it oh. so expressive when in animation, isn't it? It's brilliant. Oh, it's just. Oh, I need to go and watch some of them. You know what? We must do a section in the future. Like I said, listeners, we always talk about anything and everything about cartoons and stuff like that. The Pink oh, Panther, yeah. He Man, oh. Oh yeah, well definitely, definitely. We we would definitely do. I've said this before. Hanna Barbera. I'm a massive fan of yes, Hanna Barbera so cartoons. Wacky races, wacky races. Yeah, all of them. Hong Kong for each other. Private time, Um, it's Sunday. Um, so we might have we might have. Bearing in mind we started this on Thursday, we might be running over. No, it's we've been going for forty minutes. So I think should we? Yeah. So wow. The, that was the answer to the question. Anyway, the the listeners' question. It was bad. Fan. Somebody did actually answer on. Twitter and they got it right, but I haven't got the name of them. Um, so somebody to get it right, and it's it's fairly well known. And um, we, but we haven't got a question. Are we going to have a question this week, Simo? Have you got a question on World Cup, yeah. or are we yeah, going to leave it to next week? Related one. All right, go on in. Go for well, it. Uh, right. Which was the only World Cup in which all four home nations qualified? Oh, good one. I know the answer to that, but yeah, good one. Me too. Okay, okay. Well, I'll post that one and see see what everybody comes back with. And just and we, before we go on to the next section, sorry to interrupt, Matt, but would you on. mind uh, uh, chasing that up for the next episode to name check that person, please? I've, yeah, I'll try again, but I've, I checked before we came on and I couldn't find it. So whether they've deleted oh, okay. the reply, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll check again. I'll check again. So you know what it's time for now, don't you? I thought he was doing. I thought he was doing musical requests then. Shaka <laughs> Khan, I'll check again. Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. Let me rock you. Let me rock you, Shaka Khan. Let me rock you like <laughs> I know the whole thing. <laughs> so do I? Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. No, it's it's time for um. Yeah. It's got it's the got it's challenge. got a challenge. The kick on. Are you ready? Do you want, do you want to press the button? Have you got the Have you got the um. Hang on. The audio, I'll, yeah. I'll ask. I'll ask. Uh, I'll ask Mrs. Girl. Right, Mrs. Girl, ready? Here we go. It's Master Jam Challenge. 
<laughs> it's, it's, it changes every week. I know, it? that's what I said. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so this week, uh, it's uh, uh, Simo can have a rest and enjoy his pizza and chips. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> it's got to be done. Can't eat them cold. in face as we speak on camera. And <laughs> You can't have reheated chips. It's you not can't right. have cold it's chips. Right. You can't have cold you know chips. If you can eat cold pizza, I'll put on cold chips. The funniest bit for me was when Matt said, oh, we got a question this week, Simo. <laughs> he nearly spat his chips out because he knew we had to talk. <laughs> you liar. You liar. <laughs> you bloody liar. You bloody liar. Wouldn't lie. I can talk and eat at the same time. <laughs> Wow. It looks like you can move around as well. You haven't, I've got like dizzy from you anyway. Like a GoPro. Yeah, yeah. that's it. You should have a camera on my head, shouldn't I? It's that radio head. I've seen a radio head video like that. Anyway, yeah, go on in. Go on in, go. Hit me the questions. All right, then. So this week I am challenging um, Matt, and he's a massive, massive fan of Depeche Mode. As I, I am as well. Don't say the massive, massive. It makes me sound as if I'm going to get them right. He's a massive, massive fan of Depeche Mode. I've listened to him. I listened to him once. Oh, all right then. So I've uh, just one question for you then. <laughs> uh, there, there are uh, there are ten questions. If that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Good. And I, we're still learning with this section, so these might be easy. They might be hard. If they are too hard and you get one out of ten, then we'll make sure in a in, in a couple of I can live with that. It's fine. And have a redemption episode. Are you enjoying your chips, Simo? I certainly am. And the listeners heard that as well, then, didn't they? I certainly am. <laughs> right, are you ready, Matt? Come on, let's go for it. Okay, question one. Who was the main writer in the early days of Depeche Mode and for the first album? Yep, I know. Vince Clark. Correct. Keep score, won't you, Simo? Maybe put like a, a chip, chip down. A chip down, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll put a chip on the top. Every time he gets one right, yeah. Nothing is enough left. You've got 10 left. Go on. Just make about. Sure, make sure you've got five left so you can do that line through the four if the fifth one is correct. <laughs> Just about got enough. Simone's chip scorer. Right, next question. Question two. What was the name of the project Alan Wilder was permanently focusing on after leaving Depeche Mode? Yep, that's recoil. Correct. Is, uh, this is looking good. I mean, you know your stuff, but the, the questions are all right, aren't they? They're good. That's, it's a good level. It's a good level because not, it's not easy. No. Okay. Question three. What was Depeche Mode's first major US chart hit in the US? Oh, oh God. No. <laughs> um, I would say... Can I just interrupt there for a second? Yeah, okay, yeah. Are you sure yeah, that's yeah. right, that they had the major US hit in the US? I know. As soon as I said, <laughs> as soon as I said it, you're making me laugh like Muttley this week. What's going on there? <laughs> I know it was a dastardly thing to do, wasn't it? Oh, dear. <laughs> um, shouldn't be such a dick, should I? <laughs> well, you know what I say, people are people. That's it. Oh. So what's your answer? Is it people are people? No. Ah, oh, no. What was like it? You get half a point. I'm going to give you half a point. Oh. 
because oh, that was what the first... What's Arthur got to do with anything? I thought Matt was doing it. <laughs> People are People was their first US hit. Oh. But their first big US hit was... Just can't get enough. Oh, really? You know, oh, okay. You know what they say, Matt? Size isn't everything. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> yeah. What, what's big to one might not be big to another. I use both hands. So, question four. Go on. We've got uh, two out of three so far. Two, two out of three. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm happy with that. Go that similar. You took the half point back. That's cruel. Oh, no. T two and a half. Sorry. Two, two and, and a half. half. He's yeah. making it up as he goes along, Matt. He's oh. making it up as he goes along, Matt. So. He just doesn't want you to get a better score than we got. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's blatantly obvious. When he starts reading them out in, in Spanish, I know it's going to be. Yeah, All right. Scorchio. <laughs> Question four. The Smashing yeah. Pumpkins covered oh. which Depeche Mode song for the For the Masses tribute album? Oh, I did, I did know this, but I'm going to get it wrong, so I'm just going to guess. Um... Oh, I don't know. Never let me down again. It's correct. Oh wow! Oh, really? God. Seriously? Yeah. Oh blimey! Pulled that one out of the fire. Well done. Well, what can I say? What can I I'm say? Glad I'm glad you're enjoying the. Have you just dropped your chips? No. Oh, okay. Question. F I'm glad you're enjoying the questions, Matt. Question five. Enjoying the silence. Yeah, go on. What? Number five. Number five. Have you got my notes in front of you? No. Oh, what is the answer to the next one? Enjoy the No, no, I, I mean, because you said enjoying the questions, I said enjoy the silence. That was... Question five. What year was enjoy the silence a hit? Okay, well, that was 1990. Correct. Are these too easy? No, they're not. They're good. No, he's just a genius. Oh, no, well, if you say so, I mean... No, we're not all thick then, like you go and get them all wrong. No, then then they're not oh. easy, but they're not they're not super hard as well. So, and, uh, and we're only halfway through. Question six: What flower is on the cover of the Violator album? That's easy. I mean, that's easy. I mean, I, I can't believe I can't believe you had the audacity to rose. It's a red rose. Correct. Question seven: What David Essex song? What are you laughing at? Go on. Yeah, what go David on. Essex song did Martin Gore release as a single from his solo album Counterfeit 2? Oh, God. I love this song. What? I want to say Stardust. Is correct. Is it really? Oh, my God. And if, if anyone hasn't seen the films from the 70s, uh, that will be the day in the sequel Stardust with David Essex and people like Ringo Starr. And uh, uh, it's they're a hell of a two brilliant Adam musical. Faith. Adam Faith as well. Adam Faith, yeah. 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 Uh, you're doing well here. I'm not doing bad. I'm surprised I pulled that one out of the bag. Question eight. Which single is a staple of all DM gigs or nearly all, but, but has never been released on any studio album? Brackets, but it has been on a compilation album. 
Um, all right, okay. The only thing I can think of is... Um, I don't know. There's a, there's a couple of singles that weren't on albums. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's actually that's probably an an ambiguous question, really. But it's the it's one of the songs that they always do. They always do. Uh, um, um, I don't know. It's, it's not country. Uh, they always do. Strange. Strange, no, strange love was. I don't always do strange love. I don't know. Precious, shake the disease, shake the disease. Of course. Oh god, I love, that's the first single I bought. Actually, yeah, good I question. love that. Good. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I disclaimer. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. You know that there are probably other songs. Yeah, but you're right. Have... No, yeah, yeah, but yeah, shake the disease is. Yeah, it's only on a compilation. It's on the eighty-five. 81 to 85 singles but it's not an actual that's the one yeah 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 and it's also uh, i know my stuff it's also on the uh the album um introducing or pesh mode or whatever it was called like the right. catch up album i think might have only been released in the us but yeah yeah that's but, brilliant i love that single. In score simo uh it's like question eight we've just had yeah 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 it was six and a half it was going well Going well, good stuff. Question nine. Yeah. Who remixed? I'll start again. <laughs> I'm coming again. Who remixed and features on the song Halo the, for the remix album or one of them? Oh god! Oh, so I'm not a big fan of the remix stuff. I'm not going to make it easy for you. I know. I know. So. Francois Kovokian? No. no that's, I don't know, even know if that's... He might have done one or two of them. But I don't know. Who was it? Goldfrap. Goldfrap. Oh, okay. Halo is one of my favourite tracks. Mine too. Just... I, I, have you heard the Goldfrap remix? No, I haven't. No, search, I haven't. It out. search it out on YouTube. It's It really is great. I, I, do, like gold, I do like a bit of Goldfrap as well. Um, I'm a huge gold fat frap. It's easy for you to say. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you want your final question? Yes, please. And you only get the point if you get get them in order. Oh. <laughs> no, he's missing up as he goes along now, Matt. Is it, is it uh, all the firemen from Trumpton? Yeah, go. <laughs> pew, pew, Barney McGrew, Cuffet, Dibble, Grub. That's right. Oh. Yeah, Very okay. good. But I want to know why uh, Barney McGrew gets his full name. I don't know. It's, it's it's one of those things that keep me awake at night as well. I know. I mean, I know it wouldn't have flowed so well if it had been a Steve Pugh, Danny Pugh, Barney <laughs> McGrew, which is really difficult. <laughs> Mark, oh, never mind. Mark Clough, but yeah, yeah, I know. You can see why they just Office kept Barney in. <laughs> Maybe they kept falling out all the time. <laughs> Do you know what? It was either... Always. No, it's not. Ivor is the engine. In. Ivor was the engine. He was nowhere near the, the fire station. <laughs> but in Trumpton... That's my impression of Ivor the engine. In oh, Trumpton, yeah. I'll get this point across if it kills me. In Trumpton, it was either a, the mayor's hat up a tree or a cat. 
And oh. it's a good job. It, it, it's a good job. It wasn't a fire because by the time they'd come down, done the name check, got in the fire engine, gone to whatever the emergency was at minus two miles an hour, that the old town would have burned down. And also, now you're on the subject of stuff like that. Uh, is it uh, Windy, Windy Miller? Was that Trumpton or Campbellwick no, Green? It's, it's Campbellwick Green. I just wanted that sale to hit Windy Miller just once. <laughs> just one. I mean, the, right. the, the, he's, he's incredible, isn't he? The timing was just perfect. It was, uh, oh, I love Campbellwick Green, Trumpton. Yeah, me too. And Chig Chigley. Chigley. Chigley, yeah. Chigley, yeah. yeah. So, name anyway, all, yeah, what did we get to? Yes, yeah, sorry, <laughs> number 10. Name all 15 Depeche Mode studio albums in oh, order. Absolutely. That's a cracker. It's a cracker. It's a oh, rare cracker. talent. Um, all right, Speak and Spell. Correct. Broken Frame. Correct. Construction Time Again. You haven't said it a first time yet. Correct. <laughs> Some great reward. Correct. Black celebration. Are you looking at notes? No, I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down oh, yeah. so I can kind of. Um, Correct. Correct. So studio. So not. Is then we are eighty-one to eighty-five compilation. Um, yeah. Music for the music for the masses. Yeah. Violator. Yeah. Um, Songs of faith and devotion. Yeah. Ultra, Exciter, yeah, yeah. Play, playing the angel, yeah, sound of the universe, yeah, Delta Machine, Spirit, yeah. yeah. I actually wrote Delta Machine down twice, so it's fourteen, not fifteen. But yeah, well done, absolutely brilliant. How many did you get, Simo? That's got to be worth more than a point. That one, it really. All right, has. all right, seven hundred and two points for that one. Absolutely. I'll take that. I'll take that. 702. Excellent. And it was uh, it was Depeche Mode, not take that. <laughs> well done, mate. That was good. Uh, oh, I enjoyed that. That's good. Some really hard yeah. ones in there. That was good. Yeah, and but some, some easy ones as well. Good level. Good level. I think that's a good that's a good level. It's hard because you don't know how much I know. So exactly. I don't know how much. Simon knew about James Bond, or I mean, obviously, I know you know nothing about 80s songs in the top 40. Um, but you it's difficult, isn't it, to kind of get that? Yeah, yeah, you, you've got to know somebody, haven't you, to, to yeah, know you just do, how much they know, so you do to know how hard to make it. Yeah, well done. Sorry. Next episode, uh, apparently, uh, Simo is going to challenge me about Talkie United. Oh, yeah, yeah, I look forward to that. I look forward to that. I might do a bit of research myself just so I can come in and steal. Yeah, throw a few. Yeah. Steal. Can you steal? I don't know. What's steal that? Steal. What was steal from? What game show was that? Maybe, you know, if phone a friend. You could ring phone you up. Phone a friend. Yeah, oh, it was, friend. It was um, uh, what was oh, steal from? Sapphire and steal. Yeah, yeah, Sapphire. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Joanna Lumley. Okay, so, so moving well on. Done. Yeah, so very briefly, and this will only take one minute, there's some news about uh, an upcoming guest. Exciting so, news. Exciting news. It's exciting. He was a guest back on episode five, and it was absolutely brilliant podcast with myself and Rab. Uh, we really enjoyed it. It was such an honour 
to to have uh, this person and he said it then give up his time and it was such a wonderful conversation so once i say the person's name if you want to go back and listen to that episode episode five late next month we will be having the return of striker and psychops creator pete nash wow wow so we we invite listeners questions if you want to ask pete a question uh please do get in touch with us in fact what we'll do and this is a bit a bit unique we normally do this at the end is we'll do the addresses now uh so if you want to get in touch please do and we'll set the question to pete and name check you so first of all matt twitter yeah so twitter address is at champ underscore r that's at champ underscore r and uh simo last week you did the site address didn't you no i didn't was it was it matt it was matt yeah i i couldn't do it if i had it written down in front of me well, neither could Matt. He did a rab and got it wrong. But never mind. Move on. So oh, it's harsh to say he's, he's a harsh taskmaster. He is. But, but I he love him because of it. he comes back, doesn't he? And he's, he's throwing his weight around. Well, he's, he's, he's uh-huh. keeping us in order. Mm. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> the site well, address. Well, I'll tell on. you what, Matt. If he has another week off, the salute he'll be getting from us won't be the same as he got last week, will it? <laughs> Very good. Yeah. yeah, no, it would be very different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just eat, eat your chips, Simo. Eat your chips. Yes, so boss. you can now. You you stop scoring him. So uh, the, the where were we? Oh yeah, the site address. address. www.champweareunited.proboards.com. Yes, you will have to join, but please do. Over 55,000 posts, so many topic topics, not just comics, but music, television everything and anything you can imagine but yeah going back to the point i'm trying to make do get in touch with your questions and we'll ask pete and even more great news is that hopefully fellow presenter from the past who's had to go on and do other things uh because life gets in the way really rab will be returning as well the great yeah, master returns the, the rab yeah. the rab returns so uh, if if you don't know who Rab was, but you've listened to them in the past, but you can't picture him or hear him, rather, uh, this is him. I'll just press play. Oh, no. Oh, God. Hello and welcome. Please, no. <laughs> I can't believe you're doing that. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> anyway, Rab, Rab was going to come back. But now That's I think, yeah, he might change his mind now. <laughs> <laughs> But no, seriously, if it, it, it will be a good episode to listen to, because uh, you know, well, it'll be less of the jokes and and being silly, because the whole point of that podcast is to get more knowledge out of Pete. So look forward to that. Yeah, we're going to tie him up to a chair, beat him around the head with a flashlight. We'll get the answers. Actually, <laughs> I'll bring it up in the podcast. But he did an exclusive back in episode five. I'll bring that up again when we do it. Yeah, definitely, yeah. But anyway, so we've got two sections to go. How are we looking time-wise? Um, we've, we've done an hour, so maybe it's just do one, just do the one section, just do the Rover's yeah. Keepers, shall we? Yeah, let's do the Rover's Keepers and, and, and do less jokes next week. <laughs> right. You mean you've done some this week? <laughs> oh, very good. 
How long are you going to be eating those chips for? <laughs> Finish the chips, mate. I'm on the pizza. Hey. Oh, right. oh, looking tucking in. Oh, you didn't. You didn't give us any. <laughs> it wouldn't fit through the phone. <laughs> but it fits in your mouth. Well, yeah, that's a bigger target, you see. <laughs> anyway, oh, I've missed. And they don't deliver to your area. They only do chicken, rice, and fish. I'm not going to laugh. Good. Anyway, look at Matt's face. It's even then, doesn't it? <laughs> look at his face. Just look at his face. Anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I, <clears throat> of course, I wasn't on last week's, so we couldn't cover this. But um, I put a post on the Roy the Rovers 40 Years face group, Facebook group. I really can't speak tonight. And it was about getting people's responses of who they thought was the greatest Rovers keeper. Manchester Rovers, of course. Uh, and got lots of feedback. Um, so I'll go through the, the differing names that have been put forward and name check who named them, if you follow mm. that. Yep, yep. So, I mean, I think the most popular really was uh, Charlie the Cat Carter. I mean, that's who my keeper was when I started reading Roy of the Rovers. Uh, that was put forward by Andy Wood, Alan Crisp, Guy Baker, uh, Philip Jenkins, and Scott Thompson. So thank you for that. And Charlie um, Carter, I think Charlie Carter said that he his favourite keeper was Charlie Carter. I think. Oh, right. Really, well, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What did he email in? Did he? Did he? Well, I think it's a postcard because he's, he's he's getting quite old now. But I think he just put, he sent a postcard into the um, PO address. <laughs> <laughs> it took a long time to bloody get here. Um, <clears throat> another one, Tubby Morton. Um, mm. Yeah, he was a, a, a more rotund fella, wasn't he, really? Um, now, I can't remember what his first name was. Tubby was the nickname, wasn't it? Or was it his first name? No, I, I mean, I remember, I can't remember which, which pod it was. It's, I, I did a review of the 1958 annual, and I'm just looking in my bookcase where it's down there. And there's there's um, it's called something else. There's a there's a Morton, but it's not Tubby. It's like Porky Morton or something like that. I mean, it's still kind of fat shamed him basically. Um, but but I don't, I don't know if, perfectly. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, but it's funny because that's the only mention of it. But he's not called Tubby there. But I can't remember what his actual name is. I mean, surely. You know, his mum and dad wouldn't have, you know, he's just come out and they're gonna gonna go and register his name and go, what are you calling him, Mr. and Mrs. Morton? Oh, we're <laughs> gonna call him Tubby. You know, I'm sure that it must have been a, a nickname, a fondly given nickname. Yeah, um, you know, in that in that sort of context, I would have been called Tall Gull. Tall Tall Gull. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But, but uh, yeah, so there's another listener's question. Inadvertently, we've sent another question, another listener's question, and it is, what was Tubby Morton's first name? Definitively. Go on, Do carry on. Because only one asking, problem with that question, Gull. What? You need to know the answer for the next podcast. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, but Matt, I don't know the answer. Yeah, but Matt, research man Matt is looking for the answer. I'm looking at it now. I'm looking at it now. There's a, there, there you go. It's like a bloody encyclopedia. 
there's um I'm showing it to the guys on the screen. This is a, a story in the first Royal Rovers annual, and it's got two facts to keep goal. Um, Hefty. It's, it's called Hefty. Hefty, Hefty Morton. Hefty. I mean, what would you rather, Tubby or Hefty? Hefty. Right. I think I think Hefty sounds worse, to be honest. Hefty sounds bigger than Tubby. Tubby is more Simo. like kind of friendly, isn't Simo it? with deleting a pizza. <laughs> Absolutely. But um I'm, I'm tubby, but rapidly working my way towards hefty. <laughs> and oh, that must have been funny because Matt laughed with laughter. Yeah, I know it's 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 a it's a first for his podcast. It's um yeah, he doesn't mention a different name, but I'll I'll read this. I'll read this and but yeah, if any listeners have got um any ideas of what that your real name is. Then, um, then yeah, please let us know at either the Twitter or the um, site address. That would be great. Definitely. But, but yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, so yeah, you're right. I mean, Tubby Morton is another famous one. I think he he, he was he was a Rovers keeper for absolute years. Um, and he kept coming back. He kept, he kept coming back. Exactly. Uh, they were put forward. Uh, Tubby was <laughs> they. There was more than one of him. <laughs> He, he he was put forward by Simon Biggin and Ali Love. Oh, you for that. Yeah. Uh, just as a side mention, because I did post it on there, and then someone said, "No, he wasn't." <laughs> no disrespect, but thank you very much for the the response to that. But Racy, Roy Race was in goal at least three times. Well, I know. If you know any more, get in touch. Then again, well, I don't... between him saving the world and solving the Cuban Missile Crisis, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, solving the Cuban Missile Crisis, but not, not really solving um, Middle East terrorism successfully, no. um, unfortunately. But, um, but my, my, Roy yeah, Race, is, I was just to say, I think I, at some point when I have nothing to do, I'm going to try and find, work out how many times he actually did go in goal because okay. with with great regularity he didn't he did kind of you know something would happen just, you know the goalkeeper would get kidnapped halfway through a game or something like that and they'd be going what are we going to do and so Roy was done the shirt you know uh, I reckon it probably it's probably at least twice a season mm. so I don't know at some point I will do that and then when I find out. I will pose the question, see if you can get closest as to how many times he did go in goal. And did he ever concede a goal? Well, that's that's a great one as well. That's that's the question the following week. Oh, good. I like that, Simon. I like that. I like that. I'm making a note of it now. I reckon we'll be be able to make another episode. Oh, fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, all all this is going, oh, God, really? Going back back to the tragedy, very briefly, I mean, of course, it was six that died. What, your jokes? Pardon? What your jokes or your impressions? I'm not doing jokes. I'm doing a very serious comment on on it's about tragedies. No, no, be quiet. I need to do this. This is important to me. So yeah. So was it six people that died in the tragedy? I think it was six. Yeah, one did survive. Baz ran. Or half a dozen. Baz ran. Baz ran. It was worth Baz, it. Wasn't Baz it? ran. Ran. <laughs> so there's a guy called Baz. And he, and he ran. ran. <laughs> he ran. Oh, wow. Can I just say something else as well? And I've advertised this a number of times. 
But if anybody wants to join us, because we've got one here in the studio. Not in the yeah, studio. That's, that's we, that chair over got, there. Yeah, we've got one spare seat. It's got your so, jacket on it. Can you take your jacket off of it? Hang no. on. I'm taking my jacket off of it. Right, I've taken my jacket off of it. If you want to join us, get in touch. If you, there's anything you want to talk about, maybe a subject we haven't covered, do get in touch. Uh, because, you know, I think the guys are tired with my jokes. But let's get back to the the, the Rovers Keepers, because I need to go to bed before midnight. So, uh, what, let's have what a other names are in the frame? Uh, obviously, Andy Streaky Stars. Streaky! Yeah. Uh, Martin Blissett mentioned, and I know that you kind of agreed as well, Matt, Martin Blissett mentioned, in fact, he was the only person that mentioned Streaky. That he thought Andy Styles looked like uh, um, Andy Gorham. Yeah, I can see that. I think, although nope. I, and I agreed with him, but then I thought, what does Andy Gorham look like? What did he look like? And I'm not quite sure. Like, but, but when he said it, do you think so? I don't know. Did Andy Gorham have long hair? Because Andy Styles had quite long hair, didn't he? He was, he was, he was he in the. Um... One point. Did he? I think in his earlier career, he had a bit of a mullet going on. Right. So that, yeah, so that's probably it. Early mm-hmm. early career, Gorham. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy Styles, he he came in, didn't he? Um, Mid eighties, early eighties, or something like yeah. that. For Charlie and Carter. I liked him, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked him. Yeah. I think uh, no, no, no. I think the cat was my favourite. Um, moving on, before we go to more known names. And Go forgive on. me, uh, I, one came in from, uh, I think it's Roy Elferink. Forgive me if I've pronounced that wrong. Now, I don't know this name. And I thought to myself, should I mention it or not? Because I don't know it. And I was wondering if it was one of those ones where you say it, but it's actually, you know, a, a rude name. All <laughs> oh, right. OK. So forgive me if my knowledge isn't that good enough. It's but... not Michael, Michael Hunt, is it? No. Oh dear, that's going a bit too far. Okay. Ivor Iver Harden. <laughs> oh dear. Phil McCracken. Who is it? Phil McCracken and his mate Phil McCavity. Bent over. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. I've still Twilly? got about 20, 20 to go through. Wasn't wasn't oh. Ben Twilly, was it? <laughs> Oh, it's Mutley. It's Mutley just walked into your room. It's just, it's just, I'm laughing because I'm just visualising the listener. You're trying Simo. to put a face to the names, aren't you? <laughs> Simo <laughs> saying, Ben Twilly? <laughs> oh, dear. Now you meant Ben Twilly, didn't you? Yeah, Ben Twilly, yeah, Ben Twilly. I know, but that's why I'm laughing, because the listener... Really, it's not going to go down the Ben Twilly route, is it? I just, I'm just laughing at the fact you said listener. I'm not speaking. This is everybody still listening at this, at this point. <laughs> you get that dog out of the well, studio. I've told you before. Can you stop bringing your dog into the studio? Because <laughs> he's, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna eat Simo's pizza anyway. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I've actually got tears streaming down my face. Oh, God, I've got to finish the podcast. 
<laughs> and, now, and now I'm going to say the name that the person said. <laughs> so, and it's not going to be funny. So hopefully this was a this was a Rover's keeper, Jan right. Carr. Jan who? Carr. K A R. Roy Alfrey says Jan Carr. <laughs> you don't. Yeah. I see not, where you go. I see where you car. Stop it. Like I can't laugh anymore. I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember. You don't, you don't remember that Welsh keeper Ray Pew, do you? Oh, don't! No, don't no. Come on. No, he didn't mean that. I don't no, remember. Um, I, I don't remember. Yanks. I, I apologise to the listeners for that, Simo. Come on, apologise. Yeah, sorry, that was very childish, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. But no, Ray or Roy. Now I can't read my own writing because I've got tears in my eyes. <laughs> I think Me it's sure. Roy. What? Me sure. Dancing with tears. <laughs> now, Miss Ewell never oh. played from Melchester. It was Steve Norman and Martin Kemp. Keep with the programme. Was, wasn't Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Roy. But that probably, that probably means nothing to you. Uh, what? what? Oh, oh, very God. good. Very good. <laughs> nice one, Matt. Oh dear. So so, yeah, so Yang Yankar. Um anybody else? No, hang on. I'm trying to put out a message. Hang to on. Roy. Was he like a Korean play, player who um came in later on? <laughs> hang on. I can't remember maybe. I well, don't know. I'm not listening. Roy, get in touch and, and tell us uh, Roy Race. <laughs> He's gonna get in touch. Oh, no. I'm going to move on now, moving on to the rest of them very quickly. Of course, uh, emergency keeper, uh, Bob Wilson. That came in from uh, David Fleming. I don't know if he's emergency. I, he actually, we, they signed him. I said we. I said we then. We signed it, him. Yeah, was it at the same time as Emlyn Hughes? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, it was Emlyn Hughes and Bob Wilson came in. And that was just before the Spandau, the Spandau boys came in. True. So and he was there for a season. Then Bob Wilson, he definitely, I know. I think he eighty-five to eighty-six. Yeah, he left just before um, Baz ran. Baz ran out. Yeah, well, well done, Baz. Well done, so Baz. yeah, uh, and there's not too many to go. Um, let's have a look now. Jamie Nelson, thank you very much. Uh, he put um, Gordon Stewart should have been a keeper for Melchester. Now. I know that uh, Roy was briefly interested in Gordon, but it never came to fruition. But Gordon yeah. Stewart from the safest hands of soccer in mm-hmm. soccer. And to add to that, and I've mentioned this on previous podcasts, Rick Stewart, of course, his son from goalkeeper. I never understood why he didn't sign for Melchester. I mean, the Kevin Clark story, he ended up at Melchester. And I just felt that that would be where he would end up. But he didn't, did he? I'm sure it's probably mute. No, he didn't. But I'm sure it's probably muted. There were so many towards the end, so many people just transferring over, weren't they? Um, that's another. That's another good question, listeners. Uh, get in touch if you remember if it. You know, it was kind of mentioned that Rick might sign for Melchester. I don't remember, but if you do, get in touch. I promise we've nearly finished. Because I I can't laugh like that again. I've never laughed like that on our podcast. Anyway, have you finished eating, Simo? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. He's having breakfast. What are you on about? It's been going on for so long. <laughs> Bloody Christmas dinner we've been on so long. Um, uh, yeah, and finally, Paul Richardson, thank you so much. He provided us with a list, some of which I don't remember. And this is the list he provided. So tell me, guys, if you remember any of these. Peter Marshall. No. Jeff, Jeff Cooper. No. Walter Williams. I remember Walter Williams, yeah, I'm I've sure. Heard that Williams. Name. Yeah, I've heard that name, yeah. Yeah. Nicky Watson. Yeah, I've heard that name. That's only because I was doing a little bit of research before we came on to see what the keepers were. That, that's, that name does ring a bell, although I don't know anything about him. But also, and I think he suggested that this was from the Apprentices strip. Yeah, I was thinking some of that, yeah. Yeah, the strip that featured Melchester while mm -hmm. Roy was at Walford. Yeah. Um, he said that he was only known as Donut. Now, I don't mean that Paul Richardson was only known as Donut, but this character was, and he doesn't remember the name. So that's another uh, research part, or maybe... It could have been... It could have been the son of Hefty or Tubby, couldn't it? I mean, it's not. I mean, fat shaming, you know, is a thing nowadays. But back then, it was it was positively encouraged, wasn't it? Clearly, from a football perspective. Now, of course, we don't mean any um, ill harm from uh, taking the Mickey out of the characters in uh, Roy of the Rovers. But yeah, I agree. Donut Morton. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Yeah, donut. Yeah. Yeah, well, I can remember uh, being donut called donut myself at school. <laughs> yeah, and finally, ring to it, doesn't it? Oh, very good. Uh, oh, very good. That's the icing on top of the cake. There, you certainly cut the custard, don't you? Anyway, <laughs> well, and finally, Sorry, just and it in. oh dear, please stop. Finally, and I did want to ignore this because I absolutely. As stated previously in a podcast, hated this we character. Know coming next. With a vengeance. We know it's coming next. We do. Rapper Hardesty. Ah. Oh. Why? Nicholas Rapper the Crap Hardesty. <laughs> Sorry if any of you guys out there or girls uh, are, were a fan, but I hated it. So. That was brought forward by Adrian Kelly. Uh, so thank you for that. Um, yeah, and he said that he, as a 10-year-old, his mind was blown when Rapper signed for Melchester Rovers. Your mind was blown. Oh, I felt sick to the stomach. Well, that's the difference. So how old were you, though, when Rapper? I think it wasn't, he would have been early 90s, wouldn't he? So, um... Yeah. I, you know, I was become, I was becoming a man in interest. You were thirty eight, weren't you? You were, you were thirty eight. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. Yeah, thirty eight. Yeah, just go with that. Um, yeah, so, yeah, no. I mean, he wasn't a popular character. I don't think. Um, I, I'd stop reading it by then. Um, yeah, it's, I, I a, it's, a, it's a great list. It's a great list, goal, and some great responses back on the site as well. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much. If you remember any other keepers, do get in touch. Well, as Len, there was, I did. I mean, Len, Len Dolland, I think was was the keeper when. Yeah, he was the Roy original, first, wasn't he? When he, Roy first broke into the team, yeah. And then I remember reading because they used to do these history sections 
in like the 50s and 60s like going back and you'd have somebody there smoking a pipe i think it was roy's dad smoking a pipe and talking about the old days of rovers and i think len dolan's grandfather that's right yeah then len dolan's grandfather was pushing a bike up for a cobbled street delivering yeah. hovis at yeah. the same time as he played in golf for the rovers Impression in the 1905 what is it gold other breads are available is that what you normally say now no, uh, yeah, now you've already said it. I'll do my impression. You were slurring now. Have you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, think I'm, he's on orange, is he? No, he's not. He's not on orange. Yeah, yeah. so I think, yeah, Len Dodd but I mean, yeah, Paul Richardson's got a, a comprehensive list there. Um, and I know Paul's... Um, a very active member on the site he knows his stuff i've seen some yeah. of the stuff he's posted so i think he's he, he what he's come up with will be a, a very good list but yeah uh, thank you for all of those uh those um names brought forward uh yeah do get in touch on the rovers page as well uh if there's any questions you want us to ask or any subjects or you know best striker this that and the other i mean phew, we can go in depth there can't we you know andy mclaren Rob Richards, off, you know. But anyway. I think it's, it's a good, it's a good one. It's a good one, yeah. Kind of um, a good theme, really. Um, yeah. To look at keepers, yeah. Nice so uh, that was that was brilliant. Yes. Yeah. So to wind up, we've already done the addresses. Just to let you guys know what's happening uh, over the next month or so. So uh, we'll be doing our final World Cup special. Um, could you call this one a World Cup special? We only talked about it a little bit. <laughs> oh, it's it's special. Well, there's less matches to talk about, so I guess it's only natural. That's true. Well said. Voice of reason, Simo. Well done. And, yeah, there are other breads available. So, uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, we've done the addresses. I've forgotten what I was going to say now. Thanks a lot. The, the upcoming. Oh, upcoming. that's it. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, before we wind up, uh, which you've been doing all the way through the podcast to me. Uh so we'll be doing our final special World Cup one next Tuesday. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then we'll be having a Christmas and New Year break, a little sabbatical. And then we're back on, I believe, Tuesday, the 17th of January for a normal episode. And then the following Tuesday, it's the Pete Nash special. Um, uh, hopefully um, with Rab as well. So we look forward to that. So, yeah, yeah. that's a that's that that it was a good one today wasn't it good to have you back it's good Thank to you it, it's not the same without you it's not the same with me if i'm honest so uh yeah that's it so uh what was your favorite bit matt of tonight i think it was me smashing the yeah, next um, week. quiz oh <laughs> yeah tonight um I, I love it when we go off tangent and we start talking about why wiley coyote and, yeah, and stuff like that. that. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And then I, yeah. But I mean, no, it was, it was great. It was great hearing about all the keepers as well. Have you seen, just before we go, I think it's Seth MacFarlane, I think, forgive me if I'm wrong, and he's done a little short, uh, a Roadrunner short in the last couple of years. Uh, this is going back to you saying Wiley Coyote always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. comes back. And in the short, it's very funny. Wiley Coyote kills Roadrunner, finally. 
search it out on YouTube. It's very, very funny. All right. I've, I've seen some sort of meme or something like that about it. Yeah. Getting no, to come no, up and spot. I'll check it out. Not meme. You meant Oh, that was better than mine, actually. That was so that's far, it. Better. Uh, far better. Demo, what was yours favourite? Uh, yeah, it's just the, the, the way it just goes crazy and just like ends up a million miles away from what we started from. So, exactly. yeah, that's and it's we know, all about the fun. I know we talk about anything and everything, but here we are, uh, 43 episodes in or 34 if you go by me at the start of the podcast. Uh, and yeah, we love coming on and just chin wagging. But if you want to join us, you're more than welcome. You'll be made to feel very, very welcome. Do get in touch. I think Don't it's time to be pizza. No, don't touch me, pizza. Is that a game show? Yeah. And, and now on ITV2, it's Simo's Don't Touch My Pizza. Oi, don't touch my pizza. Good night. <laughs> I am having some sort of breakdown tonight, aren't I? Yeah. It sounds like it, yeah. I know. Get one more show out of you and then it, you definitely need a break. Yeah, I know. This is what happens when I miss an episode. I come back and I've got too much... Anyway, too much to say. Let's say our good nights before it becomes Friday. First of all, uh, Simo. Good night, everybody. We will uh, hopefully be back with you next week. Well, we will be back with us next week. Uh, then who? Oh, I got confused. <laughs> Matt. Good night, everybody. Um, enjoyed the World Cup final and look forward to uh, getting together next week. Excellent. And uh, thank you very much also to uh, Mrs. Simo for bringing him uh, chips and pizza and also Mrs. Gull for bringing me a cup of tea, uh, even though it wasn't heard, but I'll make sure she does a cameo next week. Yeah, from me, Gull. That, yeah, that's it, really. It's been a bit of a weird one. Uh, <laughs> well, we have talked about a lot of rubbish, but We'll see you next week for episode 44. Um, do have a great week. Try to keep warm. Do get in touch if you can. It's good night from me, girl. Good night. <laughs>